Today's episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody is brought to you by Banded. If you're tired of settling for second-rate gear that doesn't perform when it counts, look no further than Banded, the ultimate choice for hunters and outdoor enthusiasts. From top-of-the-line hunting jackets to ultra-comfortable, meticulously crafted waders, Banded has everything you need to take your outdoor game to the next level. And what's more, their gear and camel patterns are anything but average, designed to give you the edge you need to succeed. But it's not just their gear that makes Banded stand out. Their accessories, like their backpacks, are built to withstand anything the outdoors can throw at you. And their decoys are trusted by the best guides and outfitters across the nation. Trust us, you won't find better gear anywhere else. Head over to Banded.com and experience the difference for yourself. Choose Banded and dominate the outdoors like never before. All right, welcome back. Session number three, Sierra Strength and Speed podcast. Who knows where we're going this morning? Uh, thank you, Chad Belding and Banded Brands and A Foul Life and This Life Ain't For Everybody. Appreciate you hosting us, letting us invade your studio. We are back with myself, Rob Knatzer. On my right, I'm going to do the uh, TV analysis on my right at the table is Blake Whitlock and across the table Jake Waters same same guys here for another chat so here we go man where are we going to start Let's where are we it. doing deep deep dive deep this dive. morning or are we uh, just scratching the a surface a little 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 direction today. okay let's let's have a little direction let's today. do this so i think i think from what we were kind of discussing and hot topic with me right now with my ankle Talk about a little, little bit about injuries. Okay. Injuries. Okay. So um, let's just start with my ankle. Is start with cool your you? ankle. Is that cool let's, to you? Let's go. Let's let's describe something first. Let's, okay. Let's go. Uh, here I go. Good. Um, sit back and enjoy. <laughs> um, you had mentioned injury prevention. What yep. What is injury prevention? Uh, is there a description for injury prevention? We talk injury prevention all the time. What the hell is it? Are, are we just you know throwing throwing terms around that that sound really cool? And and what does that mean? So we've talked about the inherent risk risk of sport, right? And so we know every sport has injury potential. And one of the things that we didn't talk about last time is there's there's different classifications of sports. So you've got non contact sport, tennis golf unless you're playing full contact golf like Blake was just talking about a minute ago man uh, not really but golf you know those things non-contact then you got contact sports basketball soccer where there's going to be contact and sometimes the contact's pretty aggressive right there's the the call fouls hopefully the uh, officials get some uh, get some whistles on and and keep it to a low contact there's going to be some contact and then you got collision sports which is your football um, and then really, you know, and, and so that's where collisions are legal for the most part. There's there's some things that aren't allowed. Um, and really, then you get into some of these uh, um, 
oh shoot, I lost the term, but but like the uh, X Games, you're, you're kind of I mean extreme, extreme sports, sports, right? Where where some of those situations are, are are life and death. You know, you have a good ride, you're going okay. I'm, I live to to ride another day. Yeah. So so that's almost another another yeah. new new avenue where sports are pretty risky. Um, each of those sports you're going to see injuries right and of course your football or if you're riding a motorcycle there's riding a bull there there's some big time injuries there that are that are emergency right away or or big time fractures dislocations that kind of stuff your non-contact <coughs> excuse me your contact non-contact sports typically more of an overuse situation so each sport we know about different injuries there's golfer's elbow there's tennis elbow there's ankle injuries in in soccer basketball acls which are epidemic proportions in in some of these women's sports basketball soccer so what we're doing when we look at injury prevention you really like you guys like we talked about last time we're looking at the athlete we're looking at the sport where the demands of the sport where the demands of the position that they're in and then you know that there's some exercises that you can do there to prevent injuries if if it's ankle stability for your basketball players they should probably all be doing some ankle stability so so we might do some ankle mobs that, that they can do on their own and make sure that their ankles number one move good in the right directions and then if they have grown up with a bunch of ankle injuries along the way and now they're in college then then you're doing some ankle stability work or some balance work proprioceptive work where you're trying to get muscles to react to, to different situations so that when they land on the ground it's not perfect landing that they can stick that landing or, or the muscles know how to react to that right so again it, it that stuff goes back to our functional stuff and and some of these don't have to focus on just the ankle they can be ankle slash knee slash hip slash whole body you know doing a a lunge with perturbations or movements or throwing a ball at them that might be putting them into a position that's similar to their sport but creating some torque or or different maneuvers that are making them react and balance and and it isn't like i said it's not just ankle but it's is their core stabilizing their body so that their ankle can stabilize the ankle, you know, so the the stabilizers around the knee can do what they're supposed to do. So it ends up being whole body. So when we look at your ankle and we'll, let's, let's just deep dive and try and I'll try and stay on track here and not bounce around too much. Your ankle, you, you've tweaked it in the past. You've had some bad ones. Uh, You tweaked it uh, two couple weeks ago. Tell us how you tweaked it again. So I heard it pretty bad again, and like it's it was wet snow. So like October, did we get snow in October? Long winter. Yeah, yeah. October, yeah. late October maybe. I just slipped on a bleacher seat and completely bottomed down my ankle. So like I thought I was gonna look down, that thing was gonna be sideways. So that was like the last major like that thing. Hurt. And that one, and then, that one swelled up. Good. That swelled up. I could barely, you know, I had to wear a flip flop, couldn't put it in a shoe type of thing. <laughs> um, Smart. <laughs> Stabilizing, especially in the winter. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Especially too. in the winter, right? Um, but then, as of the last like you know month, it's come back. So it, it went away for the most it was part. Doing pretty it, good. It, it just kind of yeah. I, I you know the demand on my ankle wasn't super high. Mm-hmm. I wasn't actively playing any sports or anything, so I didn't you know push it. It was the, functioning. It was functioning for what I needed. Yeah, maybe not um, to play football, but it was exactly. It was okay. But now. 
now within the last month it's kind of flared back up it's, so it just it just flared up kind of flared up it started my achilles my achilles was feeling i was feeling really tight down through there um and we kind of worked me and you worked with it through that a little bit and then now it's kind of pushed through to the front of my ankle down into my foot okay so and what we were talking about the other day because uh, you know, you kind of asked me, hey, what do I need to do? Why is this Why is this happening? And and we talked about probably because you are always active, you skipped a couple of the different phases of the rehab and you just kind of were playing along and, and we're doing pretty good. And then all of a sudden it flared up. So hard to know exactly what flared it up, which is very common with some of these athletes in a non-contact sport. You know, it's what started it was it was it the chicken or the egg how did this start was it because i'm not strong enough or did i just do too much so probably there was something you were doing uh that flared it up who knows what if it started to swell a little bit then now you're looking at the proprioception the actual ability of the ankle to know where it is when it contacts the ground and it is in space um the the nervous system understanding this when it has swelling it can't communicate very well so that probably started it swelling also causes pain and inflammation around an area and so that is detrimental to the muscle and tendon so it kind of breaks those areas down so um number one breaks that tissue down number two it's it's almost like pulling a rope through water versus pulling a rope through mud. There's a lot more tension going on when you've got that swelling. So now you've got you've got certain muscles probably working more than they should be, and because the proprioception's not there, your your foot, your balance, the way you walk may not be as normal, right? So you yeah. so you end up creating a compensation. And so when we were talking about, I'm like, my guess is you skipped a little bit of the process along the way, and so I told you. Let's do some mobility work on it. And then I wanted you to really warm up the ankle before you started to do the workout stuff. Because you can, I've seen you just get up and go and jog. Probably not a problem, but over time it might be if you don't get these things working right. The swelling doesn't look bad. So I was like, why don't you warm it up really good and really work on balance before you get into some of the strength stuff. Just to make sure all systems are functioning so that's well, basically just making sure so I'm you awake. can go with Make, that. That's just making sure my ankle's awake, mm-hmm. ready to, ready to, like, so the capacity of my ankle to withstand to do, the activity yeah. is, is, has not been compromised, or not necessarily not been compromised, but, like, I still have a relatively high capacity to do kind of, you know, some of the plyometrics that we do, mm-hmm. that I'm doing with some of our young guys. I got to, you know, demonstrate or squat yesterday. I squatted pretty heavy yesterday. But it got you a little bit. I'm sore today. Yeah. Um, and I, not that I felt wobbly, but doing warming up, doing some jump ropes, single leg stuff, I definitely felt less stable. Okay. Um, yep. I think that was more had to do with the soreness. Um, but I guess, so my question for you is, do I need, is it, do I need to get to a pain standpoint where the pain is like I, I have the ability to access all my ranges of motion without That's, pain, w- without pain, without pain. Um, yep. Is that going to be like my barometer? Like, okay, once That's, you reach this point, you can like, you can now That's continue. That's definitely. That's probably the first barometer. We okay. want to have good range of motion pain free. Right. Yeah. And then we want to get strong okay. and the balance 
isn't really strength. It's that that proprioception. Proprioception. That's the nervous system. But the nervous system oh. and the strength go hand in hand. Okay. And so your low level plyometrics, I think you're fine for as long as you're not cheating them, right? So if, if yeah. you start, your movement's not great, then we gotta find out why it's not great. Is it because your ankle's not stable enough to okay. do it? Then we gotta go backwards, right? So okay. and I think a lot of times, you know, we'll look at somebody, and we, we kind of bridged this gap last time. It's like, hey, if, if you don't squat very good, we're not adding weight to that squat, right? right. We, we've gotta get, We've got to get it right because you're talking whole bodies working in that in that picture. We start to add a load to it. All of a sudden, all we're doing is creating a worse habit or issue or motor pattern that's probably at some point going to create a, a breaking point, right? Let's say your back isn't stabilizing you really good in this squat. We keep adding weight to it. I'm pretty sure sooner or later we're going to have a back issue, right? So, right. so that's where... That's where with with a lot of our guys, I'm like, hey, let's let's clean that up a little bit. Meaning, let's make it look a little bit better. Let's let's make sure it's proper and the technique's really good before we start advancing them. I don't like how that person moves, and we've talked about this a little bit. Maybe it's just their head isn't into it. So sometimes we gotta real di- really dial in the focus. And and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this exercise again. I, I know that you're thinking this is really stupid, but we're gonna build that base before we start to proceed. And I think that's a lot of times where the rehab comes in and the injury prevention. So so going back to the injury prevention, you know, I think there's certain exercises that need to occur as we go through. And one of the things I was thinking about, for example, with our young ladies and the ACL, sometimes it's a muscle imbalance, right? So mm-hmm. so you look at you look at the quadricep muscle the front side of the leg, the front side of the thigh, super strong, has the ability to, to create torque and loads twice, three times our body weight. The hamstrings, a lot of times, not as strong. So in, in terms of our injury prevention program, I try and create a lot of hamstring strengthening built in because let's say, let's say, let's go to a basketball player, jump, 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 running straight ahead, quads, 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 quads are getting tons of work. So I'm trying to balance them out by creating more hamstring strength in our facility in the weight room that's hopefully going to neutralize that imbalance or, or get that balance a little bit more symmetrical. And then hopefully, number one, hopefully they, uh, it improves our performance but if nothing else, hopefully it keeps them on the court, right? So yeah. now, is that the only thing that's going to keep them from having an ACL? No, right? But there's, you know, we're one of the other first things that we do in that same scenario is we're going through how to land, teaching them how to land, lots of reps of landing because we know on the other side of the wall, their whole goal is jump, 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 right? Again, they're yeah. they're jumping them all jump the swing, time. Jump and swing, yeah. jump and swing. And trying to coordinate that movement. Yeah. So we're working on, hey, you got to really think about how you're landing. And again, we talk about those motor programs, lots of reps, lots of head into, into the picture to create those motor patterns that are hopefully correct over time because then – when they end up landing off balance or one leg or something, hopefully their body knows through proprioception, nervous system, strength, how to coordinate that movement and stick the landing or roll right out of it, you know, fall on the floor in a, in a, in a good way, 
you know, teaching. Yeah. I think I think some of the things we've talked about before is is some of our girls just need to learn how to hit the floor and roll. Yeah. Right. I, I've had I've yeah. had basketball girls and we talked about this before when I said, you know, if you're the basketball player and you're strong, you tell them to meet the wall because I think you go down and fall on your wrist, you know. 30, 40 times a game, guess what? <laughs> Chances of getting a fracture in your wrist and you're out for six weeks because you decide to to take a fall and make it look like you got fouled versus just, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. here's my wall. Meet the wall, motherfucker. You know, uh, again, <laughs> again, you know, I, I think yeah. the risk of injury there is higher yeah. versus mm-hmm. if you know how to fall and you, you know, roll out of it, hit yeah. the floor and you roll. And I think some of our girls hit the floor and it's just like, well, you I know, mean, he's s- talked about it so hard. Like- some of these girls, they could step up a curb, and if they roll their right. ankle, they're going down. Uh, yeah. Like, they're just going to let it snap instead of just, like, maybe, like, slightly move over a little bit. <laughs> or roll, try and roll, motherfucker, roll. Or use your <laughs> other leg or yeah. do anything. Well, just fall down. <laughs> don't let it crack right in half. half. Right. Yeah. And it's funny because that's one of the things I was going to say. I mean, ultimately, you can you can get hurt stepping off the curb yeah. I, I was going to talk about and, I was on a bleachers and I've, and I've thrown this out <laughs> with some of my clients before and you mentioned it the other day I'm like like I really think this happened when I was sleeping mm-hmm. because you go back through your head and you're like okay I didn't lift funny I felt great yesterday I, you know I remember there was one time I had a my first rib was out and and I was like I woke up in the morning got in the shower I'm like something's weird <laughs> I, I mean i literally couldn't move and i was like ah it'll work itself out and then i, I went to put my shirt on i'm like i can't Uh-oh. even get my <laughs> arm Uh-oh. over my you know i had to i, I had to do the old <laughs> dislocated shoulder act hey, where you hey, slide oh, well, i know you, you're a pro <laughs> at that subject, you're a pro at that but i had to slide the shirt on and then get it over my head and i'm like what did i do and i'm going through everything in my head i'm like that had to happen when I was sleeping. You talk about the you sleeping injuries. I mean, while you're sleeping, well, it didn't dislocate, but it it actually can move a little bit. Yeah, and it moved enough to where it wasn't allowing my clavicle to clear. Yeah, and so luckily at that time I worked at a physical therapy clinic, and we had one of the guys who was really good with manipulation. I'm like, here's what's going on, and he's checking me out. He's like, your first rib isn't moving. I'm like, well, it wasn't like that yesterday, and I didn't. So I didn't fall out of bed. I didn't. Yeah. So I so thought everybody told, told me that was you, lying. I told you sleep is dangerous. Sleep can be dangerous. And, you know, I've I mean, telling you with my ankle, it's been hanging off the end of the yeah. bed. It's a non-contact sport. Dude, for sleep. real. Oh, dude, I'm violent. <laughs> in the sleep, so, so, you Wait, know, there, there are times you, or you bend over. I mean, yeah. there was a high, one of the, one of the, uh, NHL's probably 10 years in a row, all pro. And, and it came out that he, he, basically blew out his back bending over to tie his shoe now was that what did it no he probably it was overuse of something his whether it was, was damn his, tired yeah, yeah whether it was a, a skating pattern or something in the weight room again some of these things don't happen our overuse injuries don't happen like that right it's yeah. not it's not that collision sport contact where you're like i know exactly what you did we saw it on film here's mm-hmm. what happened yeah it's it's that overuse thing, and then one time, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. He leans over, ties his shoe, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, sh- this is bad!" Right? <laughs> he so, never gets so, back up. Yeah, it's 
I need I need medical attention. Now, was it that that? No, he's a good athlete. But if you're in that position a lot, mm. um, you know, so so sometimes that's why we talk about sitting can be so bad for you. You sit mm. and you're in that position and then you go and try and do something and the body, that rubber band just isn't moving. You know, you didn't warm up. You didn't move it. All of a sudden you bend over and pick something up. And you're like, yeah. oh, boy, I, mm. I tweaked my back. Right. So oh, yeah. so you can easily do that just over contracting a muscle not having any real force or weight there but just trying to reach hard for something and stretching and all of a sudden you're like oh, i strained a muscle just reaching in the back of my car trying to grab my backpack you know right <laughs> yeah. so so i mean those things happen too yeah, yeah. makes sense mm-hmm question today what can we do what, can, what are we well, just that's, we're that's hopeless where, in this world no. i'm gonna bend over and tie my shoe and no we, sleep I'm, again and then you're gonna die <laughs> that's right i'm hopeless well that's why <laughs> is and, there hope and, rob and, we need well, hope and and when we remember last week when we talked about the power lifters do those guys yeah. wear do those guys wear uh shoes with shoelaces yeah I don't know. No, they don't. Some of them. Uh, hardly Come on. They, literally, they those really? are the they guys. Wear, they wear like the Velcro. Like, those are the guys. Almost. Really? Uh, those are the guys slipping their Crocs on. Because they're so, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I was like, I see what you're saying. Those guys are like, I, I am not bending over to. Th- they, they're not made for mobility. No, and, and that's why, not. you know, when we, when we talk about, the lift. they want to yeah, be, I mean, as strong as hell on those three lifts, right? And and. They are strong. They're as mobile hell. as shit in the in, in the in the in their lift in that. But they're not playing. Yeah. They're not trying. Fuck. They're not working flexibility. They're not working mobility. Right? Because yeah. because Do you think the best guys they are, think, yeah, to a certain a, extent, to a small extent. Okay. Okay. Right? Because Sorry. their Sorry. whole focus is, and that's why, you know. We'll apply some of those principles in terms of what we do, but we're not going yeah. so far on the spectrum in that direction. Yeah. Because again, it, it, it's great for those lifts. It's not great for sport or athletic mm-hmm. performance, okay. right? Yeah. But those guys, you know, Stuart McGill, who, if you want to deep dive into anything back oriented, that's the guy. Doctor McGill is his his site is amazing. All he does is is spine stuff he's got two labs where you know basically he he learns how a spine survives and how to destroy a spine what what lifts destroy a spine um and and he'll talk about those power lifters they're slipping their shoes on because basically any of those deep flexion bending hip low back could compromise their back so Mm -hmm. you know they're doing that now when you asked about longevity you know their sweet spot for that sport i think is Oh, it's like 30s to 40s is their sweet spot and then yeah, they're kind of no. done you know yeah. so so i mean but relatively that's a that's an old prime it is you can it think, is but it NBA is primes it low. takes so true. long to get true. there true you got it true you got it, you got like, it. You'll, it's true you'll see fun. 18 year olds that are like close to the numbers of like the top people but then like once you hit that really high status yeah, it takes you like true. a five pound pr once a year is awesome true. when you're at right. that level you know true. so it takes them fucking, fucking 13 a, years to get uh, yeah up to the yeah. high well and, and and in a similar note your best runners aren't in their 20s yeah they're that same they're they're really upper 20s but probably more of that that low to mid 30s that's when yeah. a runner's at their prime you know so e- each sport has its has its yeah. you know own prime look at basketball range right basketball these kids are like it's 
22 I mean, years old flying and, out of the gym. It's amazing. Awesome. I see like how the a, game progresses. I feel like yep. grandpa out here. Is oh, you're older than like the like 90% of the NBA probably. I know. It's <laughs> wild. Right. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and, that's interesting. and there are guys that have a 20-year career. Oh, yeah. But that, but that is yeah. not the norm, right? I no. mean, and in football, a, a great career. I think the average is, I think the average is now right around five years. Um, if you know, so if you talk about career, I think you're about right. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you play eight, nine, ten years in the NFL, that, yeah, you did something. You're right. pretty good. You did yeah, something you, right. You survived pretty good. Yeah, you did so, something right. And and then you know on the injury prevention, every area has its weaknesses. You know, in in golf, for example, it's it's the low back that that is typically the problem. Even though we talk, you can get a golfer's elbow, but it's that low back and and stand strong because of the torque that goes on yeah. through that low back. And so, so a lot of times, what I, you know, to take them into the weight room and do rotational movements. I think is more detrimental than beneficial. Yeah, because right? are you rotating thousands How many, of times a day? You got <laughs> it. You got it. Take? So they yeah. are they're going to oh go out God. and rotate three hours. Right. How bad does right. your back hurt when you go? You know what I mean? It's like these dudes are really golfing. Oh, right. I'm just taking hacks. And right. My back is toast. Yeah. <laughs> right. So well, to bring them in the weight room and gar- grab a med ball and do rotational throws, I'm like, you know. So to me, I'm like, yeah. Is that the best exercise or is that the worst exercise right so so we might work some like you do injury prevention might be that thoracic mobility where you're Uh, laying on your side on a foam roll working both sides now are they going to rotate better the way they swing the club or worse better right so so i think a lot of times when we talk about that balance we're trying to create some balance in their rotation because they're going to rotate several thousand times in one direction I might do some rotation the other direction, you know, yeah. just to just to kind of keep it in balance. Is it ever going to be perfectly in balance? I doubt it. Um, but trying to keep that in balance. And then we're going to talk about this subject here in a little bit, but I might do some anti-rotation mm-hmm. core stabilization exercises to, you know, even though they're a rotator, I think by, by doing some anti-rotation stability work, Hopefully that's going to help their course stay a little longer. And, and then again, you got a hundred golfers on the tour. Every one of them's different, right? So, are we going to treat them all the same? Some guys will go, "I don't like that exercise," and I, you know, I listen to that. I'm like, "Hey, you're old enough. You know your body. And at this point, if you don't like that exercise, you might be picking on something that I don't see. Yeah. So let's not do that one. Let's find an alternative that's going to work for you." Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times that's. You know, we've talked about that. Maybe we didn't talk about it in here before, but I've talked about it in, in our place before. When the kids get to be like 16, 17, 18, and they're starting to understand the process, I'm like, now, when you go to your, your high school, they may not do the warm-up we do. But if there's a few of the warm-ups that we do that you like, or if there's something that you do at the high school that you like and we don't do, well, I'm happy to incorporate mm-hmm. that, right? Because you know what yeah. works for you. You know, I don't I don't like to sit down on the floor and do a modified hurdler stretch for your hamstrings. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's the best way to do it. But if you don't feel like you're ready to play in that game, you know, you know this, Blake, yeah. you're not ready to play in that game until <laughs> yeah. you sit on the floor and do your modified hurdler stretch, then I'll be. Just sit on the floor and do your, <laughs> do your do modified hurdler Get stretch, right? I, I mean, if we were to list 20 exercises, that would be like number 20 on my list. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for some guys, they're like, man, 
my shit ain't right till I do this stretch. Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah. stretch yeah. it. Do, do your stretch. No. Right? Yeah, 100%. I definitely, I got something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bicep curls. <laughs> all right, we're going to go there no, already? No, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, okay. I have a quick oh, yeah. right. well, You want to go first? Yeah, I, I have it first. written down, so you go first. Um, so I got mine written down. Going like kind of back to the powerlifting thing. Okay. Like, I, I haven't looked into it much, but I've heard both sides where – like even for just lifting heavy in general for anyone is you don't want to like stretch very much before like you you don't want to go in cold but like yeah. doing like very simple movement yeah and not overly stretching you got to help you got it and and this was so there's another deep dive huge subject round table bring all the professionals in stretch don't stretch right mm -hmm. and and I came from an area where I stretched people, and, and I still do. I've gotten away from it quite a bit, but I still stretch people. Maybe we don't stretch our younger guys as much, but I've got some general clients who just, that stretch, they love it. They, they're like, mm -hmm. man, it, uh, you know, they love it. So I, and we'll go back to Stuart McGill really quick because he's done some studies on the back stuff, and, and he says and he's way better than me on the backs and i i like backs i like the spine stuff that that we do and i think uh um sometimes you know if you talk to a lot of people there's a lot of therapists and docs out there that don't like the back it's it's very intricate there's a lot mm -hmm. of moving pieces it's yeah. it's really complex I grew up with a back injury and worked with a couple of therapists here in Reno that were phenomenal, probably some of the better ones in the country. So I got to learn a lot about backs. Now, compared to Stuart McGill, I've read three of his books and they're phenomenal. I don't know crap compared to him. He says, do not stretch. I've got some clients who I've had with back stuff who come in before and they're like, man, that stretch, I felt better for two days. So I still do stretch some guys. When right now it, to me it looks like most of the research on stretching is bad meaning when you stretch an area you are trying to lengthen that muscle right so stretching mm -hmm. is is typically geared towards lengthening a muscle muscle tendon unit so for example we're stretching the hamstring we're trying to lengthen that muscle when you do that you're telling the nervous system to be longer mm -hmm. and with that the reaction time or the contractile component of that muscle is deadened. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to stretching before an activity, it looks like right now the research for them, for those power lifters, they don't have as much of that pop mm -hmm. or that ability to really generate torque and force because they've stretched that muscle. Mm -hmm. So so you're right. A lot of times there I, I think that they'll do some talking, warm up. You're talking more like static stretching. Yep, yeah. correct. Okay. Correct. So now when it comes to mobility, they might do some mobility work. Mm -hmm. And and mobility, we, we kind of threw that out a time ago and you were you kind of crossed the line between flexibility and mobility. Mm -hmm. To me, I think mobility is more typically around the joint and yeah. how it moves and that um which includes the muscle you know you can't really yeah. separate hey this is muscle this is joint you know mm -hmm. when you're doing a stretch or a, or a mobility exercise you're affecting that joint and that muscle in that area so you're kind of hitting both so they might do a little bit of mobility work um but you know those power lifters when they bench press 
they're not looking at a huge range of motion right there. They're not trying to get, yeah, they're in there. They're, it takes them an hour to get their shirt on, Mm -hmm. which is that compressive shirt, which if you haven't seen that, that's, uh, we don't have any of those in the it's gym, like the, uh, just just so you know. It's like the Play-Doh can, where like as soon as you unwrap it, it, it pops out, or the croissant the, one. Croissant. The croissant. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a good one. And, yeah. and getting your body into that thing is the warm-up. So yeah. so maybe that's what they, I, I don't Man. know. I mean, when I, 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 when I, I put my- I got lifter, buddy. We could, we could talk. We, we could, we we could yeah. bring him in, because- We could I mean, make him wear it, just put his suit on in here. Yeah, again, again, I there's a, there's- a thimble that holds my knowledge of powerlifting compared to these guys, right? They, they've yeah. got it down, but but they're not looking at how much range of motion they yeah. get in their arms. Yeah, their yeah. shirts kind of restrict that. They're moving heavy, heavy Holy weight shit. slowly, <laughs> and and the amount of force and torque there that they're you know it's crazy. So back to your question, I think there's very limited stretching, very limited mobility, mm. and it takes four guys to help them get their shirt on so yeah. uh, you know i don't know you if know, it be is a true warm-up or not i'd be interested with some of you know like you know some of the power readings we get mm-hmm. to see like maybe it's a question for you real quick before i get to my next one but like how much like because we measure what force right yep um like compared to some of our like explosive more like super explosive athletes like you know football running backs or some of those like super explosive twitchy athletes what kind of force differences or if there's similarities between like a power lifter yeah obviously we're not going to load them up with some of the loads that they take but do they still produce force in the same way that like an explosive sprinter does so different so that's that's kind of why i wanted to talk about the different aspects of lifting last time and bring those up just so that our audience had a little bit of an idea you are looking at you're really on the spectrum you are at opposite ends yep because huh. because that sprinter that that again remember Twitch. speed is power and yeah. and our 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 sprinter is creating so much speed per body weight and that lifter that power lifter is so low speed and so high force so it's it, that table's flipped gotcha. mm-hmm. and it's it's i mean cuz when you watch them it might take them you know, six, eight <laughs> seconds to move That's that weight, right? So, so, so their, exactly. their, the their power is so low on that scale, mm. but the amount of force that they're creating is really high, but the movement is so slow, yeah. so the power is low. Your sprinter, it's all about Bow, speed. And that's why for us, the weight room is really, it's a nice caveat, but a lot mm. of times if we're working on sprinting, there aren't too many things in the weight room that reproduce gotcha. sprinting. And that's why I talk about, okay, that's why, shameless plug, i got to call him Kaiser. I love there their equipment, okay? Because you can move that weight as fast as you want. You don't have to worry yeah. about a, a torque coming back on your joint mm-hmm. or a, a weight that's ripping back the other direction. So that's, that's why I bought that equipment. I was really lucky. I had a little bit of experience with it. They were just coming out with their athletic line when I opened up. Um, good and stuff. so that's that's why I went that way, you know, and that's yeah. why we talk about, do I use a rubber band for this? Do I use the Kaiser? Do I use a weight? You know, they all work differently. Yeah. They all create force and, and resistance, but the way they do it, it's, it's very different. But that's where that Kaiser equipment comes in because you can get into our runner 
and sprint as fast as you want and not have to worry about getting injured. So you can, you have the ability to move that weight as fast as you want yeah. in that setting. And and they made that runner look a lot like, like running, right? So it's, yeah, it's, it's trying to get as functional with a piece of equipment as you can get versus our leg press, you know, which mm-hmm. has its use. And, and the nice thing about a Kaiser leg press is, Hey, if you want to go fast, you can get it going to going yeah. to your regular box gym. Chances are the leg press there you can't you can't drive it without it leaving your feet <laughs> yeah. and coming back, <laughs> coming and, back and slamming you. And you better hope your feet are, don't do do not don't. do that in the weight room. <laughs> you could get hurt. Could get hurt. That's hurt. that's hurt a TikTok a TikTok yeah, video that TikToks. my kids want to show me that I do not want to yeah. watch. This episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody is brought to you by The Provider. The Provider's mission is to help everyone enjoy a well-seasoned meal no matter where they are or what they're cooking. They currently offer 12 unique dry rubs, an incredible wing sauce, and a number one selling cookbook, all designed to elevate the flavor of any dish. Their rubs come in airtight containers that keep them fresh and flavorful for a long time. And unlike other rubs that can be overpowering or too salty, the provider's rubs strike the perfect balance of flavors. The cookbook, co-written by hunting enthusiasts Chad Belding and Chad Mendez, is a work of art with incredible photos by Tom Rastachin and stories of people hunting and providing. It's so beautiful, you'll want to sit down and appreciate every single page. It's packed with recipes and designed specifically for wild game and domestic meats, making it the perfect addition to any cook's arsenal. Head over to theproviderlife.com. With new additions every week, the website is a treasure trove of free cooking tutorials, provider tips, and unique recipes that will help you take your culinary skills to the next level. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started in the kitchen, the provider has something for everyone. For real. Gruesome. Right? Gruesome. So, so does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There, no, theirs I is all about slow movement. So, so again, specificity of activity for implied demands, the said principle really applies for your athletes. Don't think that you can just do powerlifting moves yeah. and create a better athlete. Now, yeah. could a couple of those moves help them? Yeah, possible. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you're doing all that and you're not doing any sprinting, I'm thinking you're They're training that athlete slower. the wrong way. Okay. Yeah. And that yeah. and it was kind of one of the things I wanted to mention we didn't get into last time, but I think one of the one of the downsides when you look at the body's unbelievable, right? So yeah. Some of our competition might talk about, oh, we do injury prevention. You know, that's what we do. But you're going to see probably some positive changes with your young athletes, no matter what you do, right? Because they're moldable clay. Mm -hmm. But again, you have to watch them for a couple years, right? And you have to see them on the field. And again, if they're playing football, there's some things out of your control where they're going to get hurt. But if they keep getting their ankle and you're saying, you know, you're – really good at injury prevention either you're returning them back to sport too fast if they keep doing it or you're doing something wrong right so so the goal is again our goal in our weight room i don't care what your pr is if you're playing your sport if you're on the mound pitching every time they call your name and you're doing pretty good nice if you're pr and on bench press in our weight room and you're not on the mound eh, yeah who gives a shit yeah, yeah right. so these are the ones that are playing. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I kind of I wrote down. I'm like, 
there's no certificate that you sign at the end of our program and go, congratulations, your your injuries have been prevented. Right. Like there's no, <laughs> right. Like, no there's, there's, it's there's not, like, there's no secret there's, sauce. There's, there's some not. walking off the curb shit that yeah. you can't control, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. and you just kind of answered it. Like, our goal is, like, you, if, if you're playing as much as you can, you know, barring some things that just happen in sport yeah. or, or in life, that's I think that's your certificate. Yeah. And and it's a fine line with some of these young kids, right? So that's yeah. that's kind of what we yeah. talked about last time with the overuse. It's like we want you to play a lot, but don't play so much, don't that, play so much. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that by your senior year you're going your shoulders out. My elbow and my shoulder are pretty you know, we talked about that with a few people yeah. we know here in our area. That, I don't even that, like baseball anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I, I like baseball. I, Chad, Chad begs to differ. Chad's right? a baseball I, guy. I yeah. like baseball. I'm glad yeah. they got a pitch clock finally. A what? Uh, I mean, a they, pitch clock. Been, yeah. Oh, they, gotcha. Haven't even, haven't something. even watched baseball yet. Haven't even watched it. Watch one inning. <laughs> one inning. <laughs> I couldn't care less. <laughs> couldn't care less. That's, yeah. The, any anything you guys no, want to add? Injury prevention is, did did injury prevention did we just a funny cover it to to hear like we had like, to, as like a consumer like I've been yeah. you know in the athlete yeah. I've been the consumer before injury prevention is like a good buzzword. Well, I'll, I'll throw out another one. I just I I just got a new guy the other day who actually listens to us. There you go. And yeah, I know. Nice. Hey, woo, it's working. Um, and he came in and he asked me. He has three. He's so he's in his, his mid forties. He knows three guys that blew their Achilles. He's like, why? What's the problem with the Achilles here? And I go, well, here's the problem. I go, it's it's like the old, if you sit at a desk a lot and you grab a rubber band out of your drawer that hasn't been used in a while and you go to stretch it around a, a roll of papers and it snaps, I go, ain't a whole lot different than our body, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that rubber band hasn't been stretched and moved in a while. And so I go, you get guys in their 40s, bodies are changing, and they may sit at a desk all day and then go, hey, I'm going to go play some pickup ball or you get the runner who, who doesn't do a, a lot of warm up for activity, doesn't do some good movement prep, get warmed up, go out for a run. And all of a sudden that tissue is so tight and you step a little funny or you really exaggerate or, or you go as hard as you can. And, and the thing with that tendon is it's not like just a couple of fibers will go, but when it can't hold that force, it's gone. The whole thing goes. Mm-hmm. And so those guys will talk, man, I thought I got shot in the calf, right? And so it's it's because probably some of those fibers are trying to do it. Some of them are losing it. And all of a sudden there's that, that capacity for load is overreached and that tendon can't hold it. Boom, it just goes. So that's that's just the sweet spot in terms of age where those things go. Now, knock on wood, LeBron James is playing right now, but he does a lot of movement prep stuff. He's he's not, I don't know, is he 40? Is he 38, 38. 39, 38? So, so he's not 40, but he's right there. But he's been playing a lot. But yeah. he knows how to warm up his ankles, and he's keeping his rubber band fairly fresh, right? And, mm. and can it happen in basketball? Yeah, and now you've seen it happen in football. A few guys, you know, surface. So there's a lot of, lot of variables that go into it. But really, he's training on the daily he does a great job with his recovery obviously he's a big guy carrying a big load right but but his tendons pr- 
prepared for that. So hopefully, you know, he keeps that going. But if you're in your 40s and you're not doing something, all of a sudden you get called out, hey, let's play some pickup softball, and you hit a nice little shot, and you're like, I got to beat this throw. You put all your force into that stride. You know, you're you're putting your whole force into that ground, and that's the weak link. Watch out because you may not be playing for very long. So kind of what I'm hearing is like trying to maintain like – a natural state of readiness for kind of yeah. anything. That's what mm-hmm. like our goal would be for like maybe our more adult population. You got our it. Kids like obviously our kids that are in sport. We kind of we we have them primed all the time. Like yeah, you're gonna have a tournament this weekend. We're gonna be ready for tournaments. But for like guys like you and me and like a you know our more adult population that might be into the you know it's summertime. What are we getting ready to do? Mountain bike wakeboard water ski yeah uh you know all those hiking any hiking, of those kind of things you got it yeah so it's like our goal for them in injury prevention is just let's maintain a natural state of readiness to where you can go do what you want to do yep and really not ask many questions about it you got it okay. and and hopefully that's one of the things you've learned because you know jake you're doing the adult class at nights but but most of those people haven't been moving all day so yeah so you spend a good 10 12 minutes going through some nice warm-ups, some movement prep, or or some of the guys that will even come in a little early if they get out of work, and they're going through our warm-up. And, and that's just because, you know, if you're not, like you said, if you're not prepared to go at it, and we're going, okay, we're going to squat today, we're actually doing a pretty good load. We're going re- six reps. Today, today we're going to push some weight. We're going to do some strength. But you haven't done that. I, I mean, you know, we get somebody new to the class. We're like, that you're not doing that today yeah, you're yeah. you're gonna be over here you're doing it this way you're not joining that group you know yeah. and i don't care how prepared you think you are but you haven't been in the weight room in 15 years let's get that base back you know i, I yeah. know you played college football let's get that base back let's build it a little bit before we dive right in over there and you go all of a sudden you go my back doesn't feel so good and then we lose you for two <laughs> years because we get you back for rehab but you know that's really not where we want to send you right so so it's let's get the base back let's do the fundamentals let's get that foundation then we'll we can get back to if you want to squat a couple couple wheels on the on the bar we'll we'll get there but let's not do it it right out of the gate yeah immediately yeah yeah Yeah. how we doing how we doing we covered topics Yeah. yeah this was my day to Mike Atkinson wanted me to talk a little bit more. So, hey, Mike, this is for you. We're going to get you on the podcast here soon. Yeah. Mike was one of my guys. He, he, uh, he's about to be runs, he he's runs to be Black busy, Ops. Think, well, right? we, we might have to do it via phone, but, you know. We zoom him in. Yeah. yeah. Big screen. Out in New York. Ooh. So, G League. I mean, if we're going to talk hoops, we, we might want to bring him in on the podcast. Mandatory. Yeah. And, and, you know, he. Or juggling. He. Juggling. Shameless plug. Ball attachment. At Texo Athletics, you know, ball attachment, using ball the ball for grip shit. strength. Yeah, go check it out. Mike Atkinson does all kinds of great stuff with that. All right, next topic. Next topic. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> like, Jake, you got anything? Where you want to go? I got one. We got, we got, there. we got 15, you 20 okay. minutes. Let's chat. And I what got a got? surprise one for you. Okay. It's not, it's not a huge surprise. It's not, you know. But stump the professor. Like, yeah, there you okay. go. Stump All right. the professor. All right, let's do it. Um, this one I had is like, um, kind of more tailored to our adult audience again. You know, our adult population. Like, or you're you know, almost young, there, Blake. Young adult. You're, population. you're almost now, there. Was, yeah, yeah, can, yeah. Can, can you can you let me do that to myself? I was on my way <laughs> oh, there. Sorry, I was on my sorry. way there. I, I do that a lot. So as a I guy like I, me, I, I, 27 years old, I'll Jake's little Jake's Jake's a spring chicken. Yes. So. 
as I'm, you know, starting to progress, like obviously I'm not chasing any real athletic pursuits. Uh, my best friend and I were about to walk 53 miles this summer in a day. Okay. We're gonna do that. That's and that's more just we used to enjoy. We were both injured at the same time when I was playing ball. He was my roommate, and we as we were both rehabbing, team would be gone or whatever. We would just walk. Just the weather was nice. Idaho, Boise, Idaho is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, we would just walk. Sometimes we'd end up seven miles deep. We were like, oh man, we got to call a ride. <laughs> Time home. to go back. Time to go home. <laughs> Especially he was rehabbing a knee too. So, but so we just walk. So we're doing that. But other than that, I'm not pursuing anything athletically or anything like that. Okay. So what's like, what's a good recipe for a guy like me moving forward? I want to maintain a life, an active life that I'm kind of ready. <laughs> excuse me, to, like we were just talking about, go do anything I want anytime. Yep. Like, what's what's the best recipe? Uh, do, a little strength training, a yep. little, like, what's, give me give me some of the ingredients to, like, what, what a guy like me could, could kind of look forward to and be like, this is going to be what gives you the ability, you know, this this is going to buy you your freedom. Gotcha. This is my retirement I, point. Jake's been with me for four years, so, Jake, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let on, you Jake. fire first. I would say variety. You definitely want like we focus on in the gym, you want movement. So you need the good warm up. You need whole body exercises. You need core. You need flexibility. You need a certain level of strength. And then I think you also, you need things that you enjoy. So like, even if like, you're not going to be jumping to go up for a dunk or something, you're just going for a walk. If you like doing plyos, you do plyos so that you're enjoying yourself in the gym yeah because just going and like going through shit that people tell you is good is not sustainable usually you need to have joy in the gym yeah Yeah. like i like strength so i train it a little bit more than most the other stuff that i do okay yeah but if i get in there i'm like i already am in here so i'm gonna do my stretching i'll do my balance or whatever i'm doing so something you like and variety well, and, and, and to add to you, Jake, today you're going to go golfing. Yeah. And it's almost summertime, so you're going to be wakeboarding, mm-hmm. right? And and I don't know if you're hiking much or, or biking, but you might throw those in. So so what I would what I would say, Blake, is is right now your level of fitness is pretty good. You've probably let it drop off a little bit since you quit playing football. But if you – your goal is to just keep it there, right? Find, yeah. Like, like Jake said, I think it's perfect. Find the things you like. Two days in the weight room at your age, you could probably do some great things there. And then a couple days outside of the weight room, walking, hiking, biking, you know. And then a couple days where you're like, I love that pickup basketball, you know. So I I, I think if you pick the things you like and and then your pickup basketball is all the speed and Mm -hmm. cardio you need, right? So you do that once a week. You're like, there's my cardio. There's my speed. I don't need another day hanging on the treadmill bike, you know, doing 20 minutes of, you know you know watching my social media you know because you're not that guy so so you get the hour of basketball week and then you're ready to when your buddy calls and goes hey let's go golfing you're ready when your buddy calls and goes uh hey we're going to the lake i know you don't want to water ski or wakeboard but you want to drive the boat you're like yeah but i'll I'll be diving off i'll be diving off the boat and doing some other stuff and Yeah. yeah let's let's go mess around so i think if you my whole thing and i really think this is true is if you keep a certain amount of fitness that can last you till you're 50 60 
70 80 right so yeah. so now does it have to be all weight room strength no it's it might be jumping on the bike and, and doing hard we're pretty lucky with all of our heels you do a couple of hard hill rides you're like that was a great leg workout mm-hmm. forget doing legs this week in the gym i killed it on the bike right so gotcha. so it's gotcha. that and and it goes back to cross training you know doing a little bit of everything the, those each sport adds something to another sport or or activity and so by keeping that variety i think it keeps it fresh but it also keeps your body ready to react and do different things you know and and the more it's like jake said in the weight room we like to do whole body movements we can probably go here right now that's why there's not a lot of bicep curls being brought out come on it's zero strength and speed there was plenty jake, of biceps that got jake brought does out some bicep let me tell you what there's I, plenty I actually, of biceps brought out this my, morning my 10 a.m class goes i gave him a set of biceps i go that's all you get and they're like really why is that i'm like because if we want biceps we're doing freaking pull-ups true chin-ups respect or chin-ups respect. right respect because that. because you can get away with doing biceps and not have a very good grip strength that's you can't do pull-ups and have a crappy grip strength. Okay, and, so and I, so, I, so that's can so I object there's my here whole for a body movement that's going to get you biceps. Hang on, let me let me throw one a, more I thing out for you. Be fun. <laughs> you because, saw it this morning. So so we do a lot of overhead athletes. Okay, any idea what the bicep, what role the bicep plays, for example, with the pitcher? No, lost you. How about no. you, Jake? <laughs> so the what role no. does the bicep play? If you're a, a pitcher, so and it goes well, right it, into our volleyball player I know too. That if it gets too big, it can cause problems because the bicep actually runs up through the shoulder. Yeah, and so so if you're so what would it what would much, it be it doing? Can, Come on, Jake, you got this. Come on, like during the actual motion. Yes. So as what 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 function would the bicep do when we talk agonist antagonist, meaning primary it's, mover, it's, secondary mover, or stabilizer? It's decelerating. You got it. That a boy. Go, yes. I saw nice. that on, with Jake. no confidence Turn me at all. <laughs> decelerating. So, there we go. Say so it, baby. Your bicep, yeah, as you, as you, <laughs> after you open up and you, you come through to release that baseball, mm. your bicep is slowing down your arm range of motion. Okay. Now, kind of going back earlier to speed of movement, we talk about, I almost brought this up a time or two ago. So, in the weight room, if you were to do our leg extension as fast as you could, and I'm talking lightweight really fast, it would mimic walking. So at 360 degrees per second, that mimics walking. When you throw a baseball, the arm is moving, the shoulder, the movement at the at that joint, 7,200 degrees mm-hmm. per second. Oh, so shit. talk about yeah. speed, right? Yeah. Is there anything in the weight room that we can do that even gets close to that? Yeah. Not a freaking chance. And that's why I'm not so sure if we do a heavy baseball or if you, you use yeah. it very much yeah. at all. So the bicep has got to have length because as the arm lengthens, the bicep works to control that length through the range of motion. Jake, you were right on the top of it. The bicep runs from the elbow to the shoulder, and as it goes through the shoulder, I I like to think of the bicep tendon as almost like a rotator cuff muscle. So it's it's, it's a very small piece of what's going on in the shoulder, but where it attaches to that joint, it's got a ton of force going on. And so what I saw, and this is way back, my guys would like to do a little bit of bicep. We, we didn't have a football team. Our, our biggest team was baseball. And so they were doing these bicep curls and, and getting their biceps to peak out. And I was seeing, and some of these guys weren't, 
pitchers. They were they were the field players. They were getting bicep issues, bicep tendon issues, and that because they would throw so much. They were yeah. they were throwing a lot, but they were trying to peak their biceps out. That's a problem. Is so, this a tightness issue? Is it, that what it is? It is. is well, that where the problem was coming from? Is it just too tight? The bigger that bicep is, right? The the more you're stretching the tendons at both ends because gotcha. you're trying to peak this muscle out, right? Ah, so 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 when okay. you when you flex your bicep, that muscle's in its shortened position, and so you're seeing all that muscle come together, and that's that's that baseball that, yeah. that sits in the front of your arm, that bicep. You're putting a lot of tension on both ends. Well, we want to have length in that muscle when we talk sport, right? So could be part of our problem with hamstring strains. A lot of teams will get hamstring strains, and that's why I'm not so sure I'm a, a big guy on the proponent of our Nordic, Nordic, Nordic hamstrings yeah. because we're really creating a lot of tightness in that hamstring. But when we're running, we need a lot of length in that mm-hmm. hamstring, especially yeah. when we're sprinting. So we, again, really slow movement creating a lot of force in a nordic hamstring really long movement with a lot of, not a lot of force but a lot of power in running right so see uh, that see that difference in in what we're talking about so when it comes to biceps we see so many overhead athletes i'm like let's get their back strong the biceps will get enough out of it from what we're doing i don't need to peek that bicep out mm-hmm. make sense yeah all right, what were you going to so throw you, So you brought up so, grip strength. So you want to talk alumni rows. lift? Alumni lift. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, it's <laughs> bicep, triceps. Chest. Chest. Yeah. All the Maybe stuff. some abs, All depending. the stuff. But, so, you brought up grip strength. So, the reason I, one of the reasons I, like, thoroughly just enjoy doing bicep curls, like, I do it every Friday. It's, like, my, my lift every Friday. It's relatively hmm. the same. Correlates with the weekend. Hmm. It's Interesting. A, it's because it's, it's I'm, I'm rewarding myself. I'm oh, enjoying okay. the sun's right. out, obviously, you know. Guns short, out. The sleeves are going to be a little shorter. Okay. <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, All right. But. I haven't done a bicep I curl. I enjoy. Or... So, like, today you saw it. My last, <laughs> the last thing I do, I do, like, a triple set. Of, I do a tricep, and then I'll do, like, a, a shoulder, usually a shrug. Um, like a heavy shrug with a band and then I'll finish with my biceps and I always go or not always but generally I'll go dumbbell 30s 35s so a little heavier okay. I'm going for like 10 to 12 maybe 15 if I'm feeling like a maniac and then I'll go monkey grip so I really got to squeeze that thing okay. and okay. I one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is the grip aspect gotcha. and just the battle of like I get X amount of sets deep and I'm like you, you're going to drop this thing on your foot you better squeeze it gotcha. and I thoroughly enjoy that aspect of it yeah. I don't know that, that pump is great and then it's funny because you said like oh you know <laughs> you could be, do good bicep curls but we not we might not know how good grip strength you have that's like my main gotcha. I, that's my main favorite part is gripping that dumbbell as hard as I can and just willing it and, up and you might be killing the grip there right but, yeah. I, but I think I mean I look back Again, back at me, I did way more bicep curls than I did pull-ups. Yeah. When I started doing pull-ups, I'm like, oh, holy crap. You know, now you got a whole lot of pieces working together in conjunction. It takes some core to do that. Oh, yeah. Right? So now you're talking whole body versus one little piece. And so like last time we talked about pieces versus yeah. whole body yeah. and I'm thinking biceps maybe make up 6% of the whole body. So I'm like yeah. if we, 
and yeah. I get it. Hey, if that's your if that's your modified too. hurdler stretch that you got to get there you in, go. yeah, I'm exactly. on board. That I get it. it. I can't go I'm going to give you. No, I need to hit the there's, biceps. There's the candy that keeps you coming back. I'm going to give it to you. There you go. There Do you I go. like it? Is it is it in my <laughs> no, top hundred? No. Now you know where I'm coming from. And I will. I'll give you credit here. Pull ups. You know, I've, I've I dedicated a Start, whole month yeah. to pull ups, all mm-hmm. all calisthenics, anything pull ups, push ups. I didn't touch a weight for a whole month, and I've basically all but like alleviated a lot of my shoulder issues I was having. Huh? I'm overhead squatting pretty easy, like no pain or anything like that. And the best pump I've ever gotten was pull ups and push ups. I, mean, I, I gotta give you that. I gotta give you that. <laughs> well, he taught me the pull up thing, like. He gave me the spiel on biceps, you know. Yeah. I had a five-minute break, so he gave me a 10-minute talk. Um, <laughs> that's that's fucked up. <laughs> it's just true. Do you see how we got rid of Preston last time after he talked about interning? Yeah. It's just going to be Blake next. and Rob. <laughs> um, Pretty soon I'll be in here by myself. I was going to compliment I'm just you, gonna but talk. I was going <laughs> to compliment you, too. Uh, but you taught me the pull-up thing, and so now I just go, if I want biceps, I'll just do neutral grip pull-ups. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then Very. Like, my whole back workout now is like 100 pull-ups and then just TRX rows for the rest of the time. Yeah. It takes yeah. Me like you five, five, big grips? The big like grips 45 are minutes, and I'm fucking toasted. I created a pull-up monster. That that guy. For uh, real. I, I, I want to start joining your back workouts, but I'm only for good real. for about a quarter of it. Oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> for real. Yeah, that's... No, that's so that's it. that's my bicep that. thing. So so there's a reason it's not oh, just because it's not because my biceps aren't very good. <laughs> so I want to I want to downplay Neither the worth of them. You know, if so. you make everybody else's biceps bad, yours will look great. That's what I was trying. To, that's yeah, where I evil, was going. Exactly. To take over the world. Exactly. So you you brought up some, but let's table it for next time. Let's let's okay. get it. We'll deep dive into core because there's a lot of. Instagram yeah. abs out there that yeah. just are and the worst like, thing for your back. So we'll like my favorite thing that I've maybe with you. put got, that in I our notes, notes because I, I'm just teasing our audience so that because who doesn't like their abs? So teasing mm-hmm. our audience, hopefully they'll come back for number four, which will Instagram not be abs. our inaugural fourth one i had to throw it in i'm gonna, I'm gonna look up the word inaugural to see how i can throw it into every podcast <laughs> on. from here on out so what are we looking at we're we looking at so, a weekly a weekly drop in or relative you know i think chad's like hey use the space and so uh I mean, it's great we, it's we great. might I, I think we might be back yeah like so I was saying this morning yeah, it's a great uh, hopefully you guys are liking this and and uh again Jake, tell them where to go if they have questions or want us to jabber on something where where we need to bring somebody in who knows way more than us on a topic because yeah, we're happy to do, do that too. Exist? I'm not we're, sure. We're happy. If, we're you, uh, if you guys friends. have any questions for us, you can find us on Instagram at Sierra Strength. Uh, and then if you are more of a Facebook person, then you can go to Sierra Strength and Speed. The and is an ampersand, not the written out word. So yeah, so what? What's that and called? Ampersand. Nice. Ampersand. That's what that's called. Ampersand. My yeah. sister is a uh, literature. Oh, you're major, right. So. You're right. We're talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Talking about inaugural. Right. Ampersand. So we can't get out of here without the mystery. <laughs> we're, no, we're gonna. We, you're so ready we're, for we're, yep, yep. Big bonus. Finish with the Finish with bonus question. And it's and it, it's nice. It tied right into what we were talking about. But so how much? Maybe for us as trainers or some of the audience that that is a little bit more independent in their in their fitness journey and yep. their in their lifestyle, how much room is there to play with fitness? Um, as in meaning, let me play 
Like I, the only reason I thought of that because this morning I was playing with my squat. I was going to a full depth squat. Come okay. up, pause. Come up to about a quarter squat. Pause. Oh, gotcha. Back down all the way full depth squat. Back up. Gotcha. And I was just playing with it, and I was enjoying like I, I was enjoying the yeah. the canvas that was the barbell this morning. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so you're talking just in the weight room, for, weight for room, the most part. For the most part, yeah. You know, we we talked about some of the different principles that come from bodybuilding or powerlifting or i think i think and and jake does a great job of this um throwing in hey we're gonna do 10 second push-ups you know it's it's a down to a four count and then a pause at the bottom and up four count and it's amazing how much that changes hey just rep out 15 right so um i don't know if that's what you mean in terms of uh, variety you can you can change the timing you can change the grip you can change you know the mode i what i really i think the more variety you add the better number one number two the more you play with things, the more you find out what you like. So like yeah. you, you said something today and I'm like, well, you just found out you like that better. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm like, keep doing it. Or, oh, I know what it was. Banded, you, you, went banded, to, uh, you went to a bar for an exercise yeah. versus just using the band. You're like, the band works way better. I'm like, well, now you know. Now you're like, yeah, now why waste just... my time with that thing? It takes me eight minutes to set up. Forget it. It's done. You know, so um, I, think, I think that's fun because then you get to experiment a little bit and find out what you like. Um, the other I guess place my question. I was, would, oh, sorry. I ahead. guess my question would be like, when do I know it's safe to play with my my fitness? Like for your for your average uh, listener, like when do I know I'm at a safe level to hmm. like I'm, I gotcha. I I have the when can the I go compet- do some plyos? The competency to go explore hmm. the world that is fitness. I always <sighs> like to have someone that has done whatever I'm doing there, but like if it's not possible, like what would you say? Because like like if I'm doing oh, like, like if you're if, if you're I'm doing an overhead squat go like crazy I want Blake there because I know he overhead squats if I'm doing a gotcha. get up I'm gonna want Justin there because yeah. like he did it before I did it or like like YouTube like the he's last competent. thing but I want to have someone who or gotcha you want to be coached yeah. like, you want to yeah. be coached yeah. or or are you talking hey I'm 45 you talked about Achilles issues. Yeah, I want yeah. to get back into hoops. Yeah. When can I do that? Exactly. That's gotcha. that's kind of I think maybe where I'm going. Like, okay, I'm so, a listener or I'm a, I'm a regular guy. Yeah, you know I'm I'm physically fit, but yeah. I think there's I have more potential. I don't necessarily have gotcha. maybe the means or the yep. time yep. to get into yep. a trainer that be overseen. Like when yep. do I learn? When do I start to play? When do I start okay. to play with some of these? So, things? so here's one of the things I like. So we we talked about this a little bit not too long ago. I'm just gonna throw it out because it's it's what I do. I can't mimic a weight room workout that gets me like water skiing. So, yeah. so right that first time out and, and Jake, you talked about taking a hit on the wakeboard, which is oh, just, yeah. you, you got to take one, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So my back and biceps are fried when I go water skiing. Um, and it's just the way I water ski. Now I can prep for that a lot, but there's nothing like the said principle, right? So to get better at that sport, you do that sport, right? Yeah. So there's some things around it. But let's just take basketball for a minute. You haven't done anything. You started to incorporate some mobility, some stretching, some strength. Now I would say don't go out and get into a hardcore five-on-five pickup game, but let's go get on the court. 
start just doing some, you know, jumping and shooting and moving around and, and just playing a little bit and then add a partner, you know, where you can, okay, nice. let's, let's, yeah. let's make it a little bit more aggressive. So now you're working in the demands of that sport and then you can start to tweak it a little bit and get better or, or you really want to go run a 5k. Well, let's, let's do a little walk jog first, right? Let's go out and we're going to just walk because maybe you sit at a desk a lot so let's let's just start getting the feet used to the ground then let's start going a little faster now let's let's do it a little longer right let's build that base now let's do a little walk jog we're only going to jog from fire hydrant to fire hydrant then we're going to walk again when you feel ready to go then we're going to go again so it's again building that base getting a little bit more specific those are probably where i would start a lot of guys and i'll just use guys in general you know we're an athlete then they get really into their job, have kids. All of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, I'm going to join this flag football thing." Yeah, that's a recipe for destruction, right? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. that's your 40 year old <laughs> yeah. who's going out and who goes, who goes. I don't remember anything football wise except when I was 22. I can still do exactly what I did when I was yeah. 22. I'm 30 pounds up. I haven't stretched in a day. I haven't sure. done. I, I can't do a push up. <laughs> yep, they're doing the Rocky warm up. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah. One quad stretch, one arm throw, and I'm off dr- running. Um, and 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 they're in trouble, right? Okay. So let's not go there because that's that's the good way to go see your favorite orthopedic doctor and then your favorite physical therapist yeah. and then hopefully us to get you back to you know <laughs> where we hopefully can help you on the front side yeah. so that answer your question yeah yeah no that's, but, that's and, I, and I agree with jake i mean if you want to do I something understanding the question but yeah oh, no, but I, you're doing I, something that was, new, that was that's good what i was well. that was, yeah that was really yeah but, it, well. but it was if, kind of an open-ended you know, question for me to for me to throw weight on my back and start squatting again I always go back and start pretty light because I'm like, okay, mm. it's been a minute since I've done this. Let's. Last thing I need to do is be out for three weeks because I did something yeah. stupid in the weight room, like yeah. I yeah. try to talk about, right? But and then and then the other thing I'd throw out, Blake, is one of the guys who's who's written a book and he's kind of a guy who I somewhat know, but not really. But he threw out this term and he likes to do these blanket statements. And not that long ago, he's he's like, if you're over fifty, you shouldn't jump. And I really wanted to send something back and go, why would you even go there? Because I pick up a jump rope a lot. Often. That's jumping. Uh, that, that's one of our... Now, now do, I do, do I do a lot of box jumps? No. And sometimes when I'm really cold, I hate to demo it because I'm like, oh, shit, does Jake come here and demo this? Because I'm not that young, you know? Yeah. And then I'll go play basketball. I'm like, you can't make a statement like that. So going back to what you were saying earlier with, with fitness, if you keep things going... I mean, I can get into a pickup basketball game. Am I any good? No, I suck at basketball, but I can play. I can hold my own. But my goal is to not get hurt there, right? So yeah. keeping that level of fitness and, and knowing where you're at and, and then being able to do stuff is the ultimate goal, right? To be able to somebody call you on a Thursday and go, hey, we're going to go hike 12 miles and you know get your hiking shoes ready and and not even think about it and go i i got that that's in my back pocket that's easy yep your best athletes are the ones that are on the field that's right that's right matter what field that is we we might have to leave it with that right yeah good with me final notes i'm good thanks chad i like it thanks chad thanks chad 
Chad, yeah. when's Chad gonna come in here with us? Maybe next time we 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 keep Justin or sorry, we keep Preston out of the chair and we bring Chad in. <laughs> he can replace. Me. We Chad's are gonna talk about Chad's war. a pit bull in the weight room. I love I love when Chad he's comes a, in. He's a pit it's bull. It's inspiring. Yesterday, did Is you he, see him? Were you there yesterday with uh, the music? The whole, oh, oh, with the music. Oh yeah. I, no, you, I that's should have. I've lost. You lost full control. I, I lost I, my eardrums. I, I gave him, I showed him how to work the tunes. Hey, Might have been Massimus. the worst idea. He was playing bangers. Yeah. He was playing bangers. I, I like what he, he was playing, but we're going to get kicked out. He got to a point where he would go, turn it up, <laughs> come back to his set, <laughs> go back, turn it down. So I, I and that's my, uh, that's my energy right there. I'm but. thinking all the volleyball coaches are like, so come here, we need to do, you know, the, <laughs> the, that the, we may hey, have to bring him in at 6 a.m. We're making him earn it. We're we got, we got to scream over there. Scream oh, over yeah, don't the even time. get me started on the noise, the <laughs> decibel levels in that building. <laughs> that Maybe that's a question. We bring one of those volleyball guys in here and ask him, why do you guys yell so much? Is, well, there, is there structure to remember, that? Remember, it's, it's the noise number of people true that's what that they are deep it's the volume of i don't know young you ladies like that so there's, you're right there's Every a couple other, of those girls that yeah I thought we were just practicing like why are we but I if and why don't they bring that to the weight room i'm we're, saying we're, i'm yeah. saying that's yeah. what i'm saying I don't know. whatever we'll all get right. there we'll all get right there. thanks chad love thanks, you chad see you guys see you